Thanks. Well, first, it is exciting to be back. Obviously, um, we've had a couple months of recruiting that I've been back for and excited about that and excited about the class, but uh, more so ready to get ready for football now and start implementing a little bit different offense than what's been done. And so I'm excited to be here. And second, so that the elephant's out of the room, yes, I have gained weight since I was here last time. So. But that's, that's my statement for the day. So I will open it up for questions and let you all uh, fire away, and I'll do my best to answer those. And others, too. Would you say that uh, Houston, is a, even before you went to Rice, was that a recruiting area of strength for you? Uh, I don't know if it was a strength or not. I mean, that would be other people's judgment on it, but certainly area I recruited for, oh, I guess uh, four of the five years um, that I was here. I had uh, different portions, all of it one time, and then we divided it, and a couple of us went into Houston to uh, try to make a little, few more um, inroads into it. Um, but certainly an area I've recruited quite a bit. And your time at Rice make it make those roots even deeper? You know, I think what, certainly, uh, there, there's some deep roots and some great friends there, people that I had met in the recruiting trail and then um, got to know on a much closer basis, ha having some daily interaction with them. Um, I never had a true uh, Houston recruiting area while I was there. I only had a recruiting area for one year there. Um, but certainly have some, some ties there and, and friends and coaches and uh, people that will uh, keep me abreast of what's going on. Does your decision, and I assume it's your decision, which would have to be approved by your boss, uh, on who the quarterback is depend on how well the other area of your job shapes up, the offensive line? Yeah, I mean, I think all of those pieces of the puzzle will fit together eventually. Um, you'd like to say you're going into spring ball with an idea of exactly how it'll turn out, and if I'd said that, I'd probably be lying. Because um, I don't know that I have a full picture right now. Um, and, and so to figure out uh, who the quarterback will be will have a lot to do with who the whole line is. Um, to figure out who the whole line is might have a lot to do with who the quarterback and receivers are, in all honesty. Uh, we got to put this whole thing together, and it's not um, these, these pieces are set in stone and then you add other pieces to it. It's let's figure out how all these different pieces fit together. And there's not a puzzle we're trying to build. There's just one we're trying to put together, and we'll figure out what it looks like later. Have you had much time to evaluate what you inherited here yet? Um, I've had some time. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say, certainly I'm, I'm sitting here telling you I don't know, I have any idea what that picture's going to look like, so I wouldn't say it's enough. And, and to be honest, um, so much of the game is so fluid and so much of the spread offense is so fluid that uh, it can change depending on you know, who is there. And so to, to say that I came in, I'm coming into it with a preconceived notion would not be fair to anybody involved, including you all. Stretch or a reach here, but you saw KU's offense the last two years. You're obviously not looking at it analytically and as a coach to you know scheme against it or whatever. But does that give you any advantage having seen it just a little bit? You know some of these guys? In advantage in what way? Just, the just personnel. personnel yeah. Oh, it's the only way to evaluate them until you see them in your own. Right. Um, and certainly, it's the only way to evaluate evaluate them in true game situations. Sure. Um, and, and so those are the things that you can evaluate, and it does give you me some advantage as opposed to if KU hadn't played last year. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I have an advantage over that. Oh, I mean the games against Rice. Uh, no, I mean playing against us, no. Okay. Uh, I don't think that there's – I could tell you that I know what our defense uh, did when I was at Rice in a game, and I would be lying about that too until after the fact, in all honesty. Yeah, so, yeah, no. Hmm. What was your reaction when, when you first kind of 
Uh, you know, uh, excitement. Um, you know, certainly I think anybody that knows me knows me well enough uh, that, that my kids were still here in Lawrence. I have a now nine-year-old son who just turned nine and an 11-year-old daughter. And so um, it was torture not being in the same town with them. And um, So, yeah, I, I could envision myself coming back. I had no idea how it would happen. Um, I just knew that whether it was them coming closer to me or me trying to get to them, that was something I could certainly envision. Um, and then there is, you know, I've got a, there's guys in this room that know this about me, but I've got a lot of good friends in Lawrence. Um, it was probably the first place I coached where um, I felt like I was in a real neighborhood with real people that didn't, I mean, they cared what I did, uh, but they didn't care who I was. You know, I was just the, down, the dad down the street. Um, and, and during that time here, I felt like we did some things that were, you know, pretty special. I, I think... Looking at it from history in advance, people would have said that. And looking at it now from, uh, you know, w with it in the history and with the rearview mirror, people say that. And so um, we certainly have some pride in the fact that we were able to do that and wanting to do that again. So I think, yeah, the vision is there and, and the vision was there. And, um, you know, excitement was by far the number one uh, initial uh, emotion that, that came through. And then um, you start looking at it and saying, what are the possibilities? What you know? What what are the things that can happen? Is this a smart, great, uh, good move? And all the pieces kind of started coming together for me then. The assistant college football coaches have to move all over the country, so the, the, kind of a, the challenge is don't fall in love with the time where you're working. Did you flunk that test when you were here? Oh yeah, there's no question. Yeah. But that's also me. I mean, I, you know, I I don't know that I'm, you know, I've often said this and and. Um, in public situations and in private situations, that what I do is coach college football. It's not who I am. Um, you know, I'm a father for first and foremost. And so, um, did I fail that? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's probably other places I, you know, I'd love to live in Colorado Springs again too. I just don't know if that's where I want to coach. So, um, there's things like that that, that go along with it. Um, but yeah, that in a blunt way, uh huh. When Clint first came back, he talked about how much of an advantage it was to go other places and see other things. Mm -hmm. and, and you obviously had that before you got to Kansas the first time, but did this time away help you in any way, like the same thing, seeing a different side or, or you know, fine-tuning well, your chops or whatever? Yeah, I think um, I'd like to say they're fine-tuned. That's the <laughs> furthest thing from the truth. Uh, I think what you said is, is true for any of us, whether it's co coaching college football or looking at uh, perspective of anything in our lives, is that, um, if all you ever see is the exact same thing over and over and over again, it's hard to imagine an outside world. You know, I, I've lived all over the country. I did growing up. I, I have in college football. Um, and so I've always tried to, you know, take something new from anywhere else. And, um, and so I think for anybody, the, the chance to get away and then come back, you, you know, you sit here and you complain about this and that and the other thing, and you leave and you complain about this, that, and the other thing that are different things. And, you know, none of us on this earth are in a utopia. So... Um, you know, it's just a matter of, of putting it together and, and truly putting it into perspective. Charlie told us that he hired you to run your offense. You're in charge. Now he's a position coach of yours. He'll be on the field. He'll be in the meetings. Does that give you less faith that he really will let you run the show offense? No, not at all. Um, you know, as, he, as was put out in the release, it's a decision we came to. Um, we really did. Uh, I don't have any concern about it whatsoever. I think that it is so vastly different um, 
at least from the outside perspective, looking at what they've done here and what he's done over his years as an offensive coordinator and what uh, you know, the packages I kind of envision him putting together, going together, I, I think they're so vastly different that I, I don't have any concerns about it whatsoever. And if I did, um, I, I don't know that we would have been able to release it the same way that we did. When you're evaluating what you have offensive lineman-wise, you don't have to go into great detail, but what, what do you look at first to, to determine who's where and, and how, they, you know, how they stack up to what you want to do? Well, the first thing you look at is how many numbers you have at, at certain sure. positions. And, um, you know, that, that's one of the things that the, the more options you have, the, the uh, more ways you can put things together. And right now we don't have necessarily those numbers. But, um, you, you know, you're up every position you want to be athletic. Um, but certainly there, there's certain things that you're going to ask certain positions to do. And, um, you know, you're going to ask tackles to keep great defensive ends and pass rushers off your quarterback. Well, they have to have the skills and attributes to do that. And so um, sometimes it's no different than if you're playing in an Orange Bowl with a 5'10 quarterback. Sometimes you have to change things, um, forget what the numbers say or what the world says or what the experts out there on the message board say. You've got to change things and do things a little bit creative. And um, so th that'll be the challenge up front, in all honesty, because you, you don't say they have the prototypical NFL uh, left tackle or right tackle, or, and, and maybe we do. I, you know, I, I don't know that yet. Talking about doing things differently or doing things the way you need to succeed here, just can you take a step back, big picture? What's something, a staple, you think you guys need to do here to be successful in the Big 12? Uh, well, we've got to be consistent. You know, that's the one thing you watch, at least I watched, especially over about the last half of the season um, of, of KU, is that the the, the consistency on offense probably wasn't necessarily what they wanted it to be, and there's a lot of reasons for it that don't we'll go into. Uh, we got to be consistent. You know, I still believe, um, and there's no mistaking it if you look at stats of anywhere I've been, is that you have to be able to run the football. Um, I think if you're a much more talented team than everybody else you play, you can wing it all over the field and try to run plays as many plays in the game as you want to. I don't think that fits everybody. I don't think that fits necessarily the mold that we have. Um, and and you know, and I think then, you know, the opportunity to, to make plays, and we've got playmakers here. That's one thing I'm very excited about. Um, there's some skill, talent that I, you know, that will be fun to work with um, and fun to let them show their talents. Um, and so we're going to have to be consistent and be able to run the football, and then when the opportunity for, for plays are there, we'll have to do that. And then something you'll hear me talk about until I'm, you're tired of hearing me talk about it, and then I'll keep talking about it, um, is that we've got to take care of the football. You know, we, turnover margin is going to be um, imperative, even when you're spread out and doing a lot of different things with it. You've got to find a way to take care of that football. It seemed like with Charlie, almost every week was a different game plan, kind of surprising the other team. Are you talking, I guess, more about drilling and doing what you guys do, I guess, kind of kind of having your own identity offensively? And, and yeah, there's no question. We'll definitely have an identity. To tell you now what that would be, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do that as I started with. But... Um, we definitely will have an identity. I don't think you'll see us as a team one week does this and the next week does that. There'll be absolute uh, uh, trinkets and changes each week. Um, but, but I think you'll see things that uh, are very familiar from game one to game 12 and 13. You have your same office? No. Different one? I'm one, one over. I think I'm one over. Do you get two offices? Your offensive line <laughs> no, I still get one office, but I do have a window. So when you're working out on the hill, I can watch you, Tom. <laughs> Coach, in 2005, 2006, you molded some lines with maybe, I don't want to say not as much talent, but maybe not your 
looking? Yeah, uh, there's, there's no question that the ability's there. You know, I think we have to um, give those guys, I, I got to do the best I can to put them in the right position, both tackles, guard centers, and also um, with, with play schemes and uh, protections to, to give them the, the right chance to do that. Um, you know, I, I think that if there's five guys that are willing to work their tail off uh, and they're believing in what we're doing, we'll be just fine up front. And if we've got six or seven or eight or nine, we'll be pretty good up front. You know, and if we can continue to recruit to that, we got a chance to be, you know, pretty special, I think. Do, do you like having so many options at quarterback? I mean, obviously you guys have a, a fig, to figure that out, as you mentioned, but, you know, there's there's seem to be a few options there. And I know a lot of fans and message board type people, like you mentioned, also try to look at Taylor at Rice mm -hmm. and see which one of these guys here kind of looks most like him or fits him most up. One. That would be a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was you know, saying. It's kind of like who fits Todd Reesing the best, right? right? No, no, nobody. I mean, there's certain guys that things about them were just unique, and, um, and we certainly molded things there no differently to Taylor's abilities, mm -hmm. in, in all honesty. And so to say that that's what we should be doing here, I, I don't know if that's the right answer. You know, I think that we do have um, options is the right term at quarterback. And so... Uh, what I'm anxious to see is how those guys perform this spring sure. and, and to see who gives the team, not the offense, but gives the team the, the best chance to win. Does that feel good to have those options coming into a fresh start? It certainly feels better than not having any options. Yeah. 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 Do, do, have you seen, um, or you'll see them every day in the spring, so do you not bother to try to find UCLA spring tape or go back to his high school tape that uh, TJ, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Bill Ward, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Do you bother looking at that now, or are you get? Um, I, I'll tell you that I did all I could to make sure I've seen each one of our quarterbacks on film. So, um, do I spend time studying it? No, but just to kind of get a feel, um, you know, you you, you want to have some idea what other people think that quarterbacks, you know, are capable of doing because that's how they did, ran their offenses, obviously. And uh, what impressions do you have? Um, doesn't have a whole lot of game experience, obviously, in, in Division One football. Um, has a lot of talent. You know, it, it's hard to know, and it, I, I'm beating around the bush, obviously, because it's hard to know a quarterback doing something in an offense that you know nothing about, really, is tough. Had he played for an entire year at UCLA? Well, I know what they were doing. We played them, too. And so I have an idea. I could have, you know, but I can't really do that when it's all said and done. But um, I certainly see talents that give him the chance to be a winner in Division One football. And where are those talents? Well, for mo I mean, he, he can throw the football pretty well. I mean, he spins it pretty good. Um, the thing that, um, unless you're behind a, you know, all-SEC offensive line, and even then sometimes, as we saw in the championship game, um, you, you need a quarterback that can keep plays alive. You know, I don't know how much they have to be able to run the ball down the field. Everybody used to love to talk about Todd running the football. Well, you know, he, he wasn't necessarily the greatest runner ever. He kept plays alive. Uh, and, and so those talents, whether it's TJ, whether it's Montel, whether it's Jake, whether it's Michael, who, whoever it may be, you know, anywhere down the line. Um, and and if, I apologize if I left anybody's name out there. I probably did. But, um, well, yeah, Jordan, um, you know, it, it just – those are talents that you want to have unless you've got that, you know, great massive offensive line in front of them. Is it hard to evaluate each because of all the drops and the poor pass protection? I think it's tough to evaluate any quarterback. 
You know, I used to get all over a year ago uh, Taylor McCarg, and you know, we'd be I'd be killing him about his completion percentage, and we had you know two or three drops a game. Well, that, that hurts, you know. And uh, there's all kinds, of, and then there's pressure coming from the left side and pressure coming from the right side, and um, that hurts a quarterback. Um, and so, you know, the only fair way to do it is to have them all in the same system and ask them to try to do whatever it is they do best within that system to truly evaluate them. And that's what we'll try to do this spring. Since you jumped in and your, and your first thing here, at least this time around, was recruiting, mm -hmm. do, do you feel like you had a little bit of an advantage just having been here before? I mean, you, you kind of knew at least. In recruiting? Place. Yeah, right. Oh, no question. I mean, I, you know, too often I think coaches – um, and, and you hear them talk about it at conventions and amongst each other, are trying to sell the school that they're at. Um, I think it's a mistake. I mean, we're talking about young men and their future and their uh, future not only in football but in, in, in college and beyond that. And so um, I, I never have um, in my time at Kansas felt like I had to sell it. I mean, it's something I truly believe in and um, a place that I think is unique. I think it's a great college town. You know, I think it's a place that uh, the fans come out and support you. Um, and, and so – it's easy to do that. So I think not feeling like I had to go and talk about something I didn't know about certainly was an advantage. Um, starting it two months later, you know, than I probably would have in, in that class is a disadvantage. But um, at least I didn't have that as a disadvantage as well. Any other questions? Welcome back. Thanks. Appreciate it.